Welcome to What's Your View with Oludolako. This podcast was created as a space for real people with real-life experiences that most people can relate to and learn from. Hang tight and have a great time listening. Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast and um, on today's episode we'll be talking about the human cognitive psychology and our faith. What I mean by that is that we humans are naturally logical beings. Wearing some time may indulge from enjoying the fullness of all that God could be to us and all that God is to us. Faith is a major force in our work with God, uh, which we may not be able to properly analyze with our senses. There's a thing called cognitive belief and non-cognitive belief. Um, cognitive belief is to believe in something or someone that you know and that you can physically see, right? And the non-cognitive belief is to believe in something or someone you do not know. In this episode, my guest and I will talk about human cognitive psychology and our faith, how religion affects our cognitive behavior and other aspects of building a healthy cognition and our faith. I mean, our faith in relation to our cognition, right? So guests, please introduce thyself, yourself. Hi everyone, I'm Oluwatum Lala Deombi, an aspiring clinical psychologist and fashion designer. Tom is actually shy and it's a podcast, I don't know why she is shy. <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. So, um, well, that's that's Tommy for you. She we went to the same uni, right? And um, she's we attend the same church in Abeokuta. Do we? Yes, we do. So uh, that's it. So, what is cognitive psychology? What do you think cognitive psychology is? Cognitive psychology is an aspect of um, psychology that deals with um, the scientific study of our mental processes. That means what our brain is capable of doing, the functions our brain does. So we're talking about um, our thinking, what we think about our thought processes. Then we talk about our perception, that's how we see things, how we process things. Yeah, thank you. Then we talk about um, memory. That means um, our ability to like recall, retrieve, and all these things when we need them. Then attention and development of language too. What do you mean by attention in regards to this? Attention, paying attention. Okay, paying attention to Yes, okay, okay. so details. Then um, language, language development. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's basically what it's all about. Do you think faith is cognitive? Is, is faith cognitive? I mean, faith, what, what I mean by faith is like our work with God, the process of our work with God. You know, we have to believe with our hearts, confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord. <clears throat> Excuse me, that whole process, do you think it's cognitive? Okay, I think it is. I think our cognition has to do with like almost everything we have to process and like think about. So faith, like you said, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and by hearing by the word of God. So I think what we actually hear actually matters. So um, when we feed ourselves with the word of God, we are like trying to grow in faith. Learning, that's hearing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Through hearing, we can process our thoughts. That means we like dwell, we meditate on the word that we've heard. And um, our thoughts influences our belief system, which mm-hmm. is what faith is actually. So you being able to process the word of God makes your belief in him like stronger. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So smart one. All right. Um, do you think the wearing of our psychological cognition affects our faith in God? So, you know, the Bible talking about um, walk by faith and not by sight. And um, I think the sight in context that the Bible is talking about there is um, we don't walk based on the things happening in our primary environment. So things happening in our lives primarily, you know, things happening, the physical or the fleshy things that we can't see, right? 
So um, now my question is, do you think the wearing of our psychological cognition affects our faith in God? Yes, it does, because your cognition is fed by what you see, what you hear, things around you. So you cannot like evade your experiences, the things you see. It's like saying somebody that failed in an exam, be like, okay, I believe in God, but you already failed. You saw that you failed. So that influences your belief in God to an extent, because you are like, okay, how is, this, how is this going to work? Has you failed? What can change that? So it actually influences the way we I believe in God to an extent. I think that's why the Bible said we walk by faith, not by sight. Because if we are rude by the things we see, we can't receive anything from God. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So the good aspect of your cognition is you can manipulate what you bring into your brain, what you want your brain to learn. If, okay, you failed, there is a part of the Bible that says um, you are the head and not the tail. So if you constantly like feed on that word and and what you repeat to your brain, your brain like tends to learn it. Mm-hmm. So that influences and changes your belief system entirely. Yeah, you mind it. Yeah, so that's just how it works. So you can use your cognition. Positively. I yeah, mean. in line with God's promises for us. Thank you. And um, the next one, how do you think or how does cognitive psychology apply to our everyday life? It does because I wouldn't have been able to comprehend what you just read to me if... I don't have that aspect. What if I don't read it to you? What if I say it from my head? <laughs> I would say I'm not a psychic guy. <laughs> Anyways, so um, let's start from just starting your day. Without cognition, you won't be able to know what you saw, what you woke up to see. You can't even like brush your teeth. You won't know where you're you brushing. Yes, things. you won't be able to process anything. Yeah. So like it's involved in everything we do, and mm. people who are not um privileged to have those aspects of their lives working well they actually suffer a lot like mm. they have to like go through interventions and just to cope with life what so do you mean by interventions people with dyslexia now these people with learning disabilities mm. okay so they can't learn in the normal school settings so i think there are like certain um interventions educational plans that they like put aside for them people who can't use their cognition they actually like suffering so we should be grateful that we can even see, we can think, we can like process Processing, things, yeah. we can remember things, like it's a lot. Mm. Yeah. Which is more powerful in human cognition, um, nature or nurture? I mean, nature, N A T U R E, or nurture, N U R T U R E. Which of these do you think is more powerful in uh, human cognition? So, by nature, you are referring to our biological makeup. Mm. Those are things we cannot change, yeah. right? And nurture is like our upbringing, mm-hmm. what our experiences and mm-hmm. learning as taught us. So in cognition, I think um, nature is more powerful because mm-hmm. without the brain's capacity to do things, you won't be able to receive anything from your environment. You won't be able to yeah. learn things like give to you, shake it. Mm-hmm. So if the part of your brain that is responsible for memory retention, mm-hmm. it's not working well. When they tell you things in class, you would not be able to like remember what they said. Mm-hmm. Um, let's put for an example, people that suffer from, um, people that have um, dyslexia, like I said, that means they have issues with letters. They can't comprehend letters. They don't know what they are even saying. Mm-hmm. You get so if you write things in class, A B C, you might be saying A B C, but what they are saying is not A B C. So their brain and their sight, they are like contradicting. Yes, each other. So they won't be able to learn what everybody else is learning. So for people in that category, what's the best way you think they can be helped or they can be taken care of? 
people with those type of learning disabilities they have um, their own school so I think they have teachers that are trained to like just attend to them because they like take longer time to like process things and they are teaching aids for them yeah mm. to the next one how is cognitive psychology different from other psychology cognitive psychology is like a major part of the broad part of psychology so um, how is cognitive psychology different from other psychology so the difference between cognitive psychology and other types of psychology or that school of thoughts is um, cognitive psychology basically focuses on our thinking and how our thinking influences the way we believe behave rather so they look at do you at, think it affects our belief yes now do you think our belief affects our our thinking affects our belief okay yeah apparently okay because it's what you think on what you like dwell on so much in your heart in your mind that becomes that belief yeah, that thing yeah, you can't yeah. let go of yeah. you get so thinking comes before believing, believing. yeah so there are these things called um i think they are called schemas so they are made up of um the your beliefs like the experiences while growing up so schemas are basically things that they are very hard to change um ideals that you've held so personal like it's going to take a lot to like change them so yeah basically your thoughts mix up your belief system okay so, so how is cognitive psychology different from other psychology okay cognitive psychology believes our thinking influences our behavior so if your thinking pattern is not right your behavior will be influenced so there are these things called um cognitive distortions so if you have them mm. okay let me mention like one there is the all or nothing that's believing that um is that you have everything or you don't have anything like a student that has like 80 percent mm-hmm. 80 over 100 you're like no i failed I want to have 100 but mm. you already passed mm. yet but you saying you want 100 over 100 it's going to like influence the way you be because you are going to be very devastated and be like oh my god i feel yeah, you already like yes yeah. already passed so yeah so what they believe is whatever um dysfunctional um or maladaptive behavior abnormal abnormalities we are like suffering from mm it comes from how we process informations yeah right so other school of thought like the behaviorism that's the behavioral psychology they draw more on our human behaviors like what they can observe what can be measured like me singing me sitting um standing writing so they believe that being able to manipulate our behavior what happens before we carry out some things influences us on the long run while humanistic that's another school of thought they believe that um when there's a difference in your um self-image like how you see yourself there's this thing called your ideal self and your real self Mm -hmm. so your ideal self is um who you want to be where we are are, like aspiring to be like your image of yourself right okay so your ideal self is who you want to be who you are aspiring to be Mm-hmm. So, and your real self is who you are right now. Mm. So, when your ideal self and your real self do not like, I know you think. Yes, okay. when they are not in sync, there is an issue which you, your behavior. Mm. So, you I like, think that could lead to like low self-esteem. Yes, a lot of things because mm. you probably not self-actualize. Self-actualization I mean, is like the highest, like according to Maslow. Though. So, 
I think one of the reasons why I am enjoying this episode is because it's to let people know that some things are actually not like spiritual like yeah. we think right mm-hmm. they are just about understanding mm-hmm. and knowing better yeah. so when you know better you believe better when you think like what you said when you think better when you think on the right things you have a right to believe yes. right so and I right mean, attitude yeah and um, in this guy's book seemed like why you behave the way you do he talked about our beliefs okay. comes from the things you build mm-hmm. right so the things you build in the sense of the things you watch the things you listen to those you interact with yeah. I mean the top five primary people you interact with every day at least for three months consecutively okay. right they have a way of shaping the way you who see become. yourself and yeah. who you become right okay. so and um, I think that's that's a major thing as well does religion have an impact on our cognitive development or does cognitive development have an impact on our religion what do you think I think um, our religion have an impact on our cognitive development mm-hmm. okay How? Uh, religion is believing in a supernatural being like us we believe in but God but you know that before you can believe you have to think like yes yes right. so okay, I'm going so. there so um, for you to even develop a belief in a God you must have heard things about that God you might you must have like seen things that God has done mm-hmm. that like attracts you so saying okay this is the God I want to serve attracts me in the sense I have to believe right yes okay. yes so that build that builds your belief system and that influences what you store in your memory okay this god did this this god did that this god is this this is what the word says about god mm. mm-hmm. so this is what people have said about this god this is what i've seen this god do mm. okay so when you store those things in your memory what's you store in your long-term memory because long-term memory is the one that like holds the information for more than like 30 seconds and that's when you can retrieve so uh, when you hear things read the word of god you think about it then you build your belief system so this in the long run influences your cognitive development because memory is part of your cognition thinking is part of your cognition and these things mix up your belief system and what you perceive so this is how it works your perception what you see what you have seen god do what you hear, the word of God, what you feel about God, yeah, and these things you know, fit what you your... feel about God is from the things you've heard about God. So, yeah. you know, the Bible says the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So, right, when you... I'm just putting in my own right. When you... Um, when you hear these testimonies, there's a way mm-hmm. they boost your belief mm-hmm. in God that, oh, okay, so there's a God that exists that mm-hmm. does things in this yeah. line, right? So yeah. I can believe him to do more. Okay. Yes. So this, these are the things you like think about and these are the things that makes up your belief system, yeah? And this belief, your belief in God, which is religion, right? Yeah. yeah so. Smart one. So the Bible says, "What so um, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he mm-hmm. is." So what we think about is what makes us. Um, also, the Bible says um, we should think on whatsoever things are true. That's Philippians four eight. Mm-hmm. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. Mm-hmm. If there be any kind of virtue, and if there be any praise think on these things yeah. yeah so when we think on things that are pure things that are just our thinking pattern will be aligned with that of god yeah. and we won't have to like struggle with fighting between our faith and our sight because most times we are fed by 
what God is saying about our situation, mm-hmm. not what we are saying, not what our situation, our environment is saying about it. So when we think right, um, our belief system, and the only way we can think right is thinking on the word of God. God's promise concerning that thing you're worrying about is what's mm-hmm. going to change your situation. Yeah, yeah. So and you know something I just thought about in regards to. Um, our thoughts and the things we meditate on is the fact that you know Paul was saying something like um, <clears throat> when I was a child I thought as a child um, I spoke as a child and um, over time I put it with childish thing that does a paraphrase right and something very important in that aspect is that the things you think on will determine how long you will keep being a child do you get what I'm saying yeah. so you have to like um think on things that are noble things that are worthy things that are worth it actually mm-hmm. for you to like um let me use the word graduate to thinking as a man mm-hmm. right so i mean the whole essence of this episode is just let us know that some things are actually not like spiritual spiritual as we think some people say it's um ujwaye, like i don't know what i'm saying um some things are not as like spiritually driven or spiritual driven like we think right Sometimes I just that you know better so that you do better. I mean, that's just the essence of this episode. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. And um, I'll see you guys or you listen to the next episode later. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your View with Olu Dalakwa. Trust you had a great time listening. Feel free to share, like and leave a comment. You could also reach out to us on Instagram at What's Your View with underscore Oludolapo. Thank you once again for listening.